When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, well, the Springboks may have come early, but they also came with a big 23 that wouldn't look out of place in any Rugby World Cup final. The defending champions are locked in on becoming the second team to defend the Webb Ellis Trophy. But to do that, they know the Rugby Championship, just like it was in 2019, is a vital part of their build-up, with uh, Eben Itzabeth named captain and a full-strength side to feature Cheslin Colby amongst other international stars. There simply could not be a better barometer for the All Blacks who are on a mission to convince New Zealand that they are still true, true threats come Rugby World Cup time in France later this year. Well, joining us on the show this morning, former All Black Steve Devine, a regular here on SCNZ. Steve, good morning to you. Hey, Smitty, how you doing? Oh, I'm really good, mate. Uh, look, I was pretty impressed with uh, the the Springbok side that they named last week and what they did to Australia. Uh, that was that was pretty. Uh, they manhandled them, really. Yeah, listen, um, it's it's not a bad B team, is it? Um, I, I mate, I, I just think um, I think we've seen a bit of progression from the Africans during that match. They, you know, the last few years have been pretty one dimensional. You know, big. Big strong guys carrying hard, but um, they they sort of got the off offload game going um, pre and post contact. So you know, we, we, yeah, their game's developed a little bit, and um, you know what they do, they do very very well. And and uh, now we we're seeing them sort of a bit more offloady and you know trying to move the ball around a little bit more than they have in the last few years. So um, yeah, certainly certainly exciting things, particularly for this weekend. It's just I, I can't remember a game being this big, to be honest. I think, you know, outside the World Cup, of course, I think this is the biggest test match of the year for the All Blacks. So I think it has the most riding on it. Uh, and for that reason, uh, what about the tactic of uh, sending players over here early? I mean, uh, 10 or 11 players came here early, I think nine of which are going to feature in this 23 at the weekend. Yeah, uh, travel, travel's a big... Travel's a big, a big, a big part of uh, the problem with uh, Southern Hemisphere rugby. So, you know, it's just brutal to get on a plane and um, fly halfway around the world and, and play a test match, and you know, be get your body in a in a position where you're you're able to perform at your best. You know, it's 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 really hard to do, and you know, they they've got enough depth over there that they can um, put a few people on a plane and and let them have a you know, an, an extra week here to get themselves settled, get their body clocks uh, into the right time zone and, and, and get ready for for what's going to be a massive game. So, you know, they, they play their cards and they play them right because they, they got a win and they got a bonus point and everything they wanted. So, um, you know, it looks like it's going to work out for them by having, you know, half a team absolutely frothing at the bit ready to rumble on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, we've just um, just news has just come to hand actually that uh, the father of uh, the captain named for this weekend, uh, Eben Etzebeth, has uh, has passed away. So uh, he's in doubt for this uh, test match at the weekend, obviously because of that. So that's a very sad news, and we uh, pass on our regards to him and his family um, and our sympathies. So uh, just aside from that, he is a powerhouse of world rugby. Uh, there's so many of them, and including a fellow that occupied the same jersey as you did, and Fafta Clerk. What are, what are you making? His his form and, and his influence this weekend. 
Yeah, listen, he's he's just a tough, he's just a tough, you know, uh, halfback who who's pretty much got a license to to run and rogue and do whatever he wants. You know, he he'll get in the defensive line and he'll he'll come up out of the line and you know put pressure on people. Um, you know, and has free license to pretty much roam. He's got a you know world class kicking game and they really base a lot of what they do around that kicking game. Um, they probably got the best kick chase in the world. Um, they. You know, they just seem to be able to pressure the ball in the air every single kick they do. They don't often kick long to nothing. And, um, you know, it's a big part of what they do. They pride themselves on being able to get the ball back into your 40 once they've kicked it. So I, I still think it's a big area of the All Blacks need improvement. Uh, when we kick the ball, it should be contestable. We should be able to, you know, at least give ourselves a 50-50 chance of winning it back. And, um, you know, the Africans do it so very well. And, it, you know, it sets them up to be in your 40 with the ball and, then they play for penalties initially and, and then um, line-out drives uh, towards the end. So, you know, it's a, yeah, a big part of the game and uh, he's um, he's certainly very good at it and um, he'll have licence to, to do whatever he wants on, on Saturday night. So who do we pick in our back three to defuse that? Who are our best servants under the high ball uh, to make sure that that isn't a, a, a profitable tactic? Yeah, I... Uh, I think we've got to have Will Jordan at 15. I just, I just think he's, um, he's, he's, you know, the best 15 in the country. His attacking ability um, certainly outweighs. Um, you know, he's, he's not. He, he's pretty good in the air. I'm not saying he's not good. He's, he's pretty good in the air. But yeah, certainly having his uh, attacking prowess on, on on the ground certainly bides him to be in my 15 spot. Um, Cable Clark is he's pretty good in the ball uh, in the air when it's kicked to him. Um, I'm just a bit concerned about his kick chase when uh, when we're kicking the ball. He doesn't seem to to get down the field and work hard enough to get down the field. I, I feel um, um, there's talk. Mark Talia's back um, again. You know, if we can get a big taller winger up against uh, Kobe, who's, who's uh, a smaller version, then that might bring us some gains there. But uh, um, yeah, it's going to be a fine line, I think, between attack and, and sort of defending those kicks. It's 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 got to be a fine line. But um, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do, if you're the All Blacks, do you just go all out and attack and just um, put the three best attacking um, players we got in the back three and just and just have a go? I know we've, we've got to play Africa again. Uh, Twicking them before the World Cup, so. Um, maybe it's a chance to to just go all that attack and and see uh, see how we get on there. Steve, you, you bring up an interesting point about uh, Caleb Clark. Do the Blues and do the All Blacks use him in the right way? I mean, he's a massive frame. He's a massive unit. Uh, do they get the best out of him? And do they involve him enough? Yeah, I, you know, I, I I still feel he's pretty young. We got to we got to give him some time. But yeah. I'm, he, he's the winger that you have to get him the ball, and and sometimes that's not easy to do in a test match. Um, you know, the the, the world class wingers just tend to find the ball. They turn up in places where it's not, and I don't think he's quite got that game just yet. He's, I mean, he's so big and powerful. I'm, I, you know, I just maybe his aerobic capacity is not quite where it should be um, right now. Um, it's just such a huge part of the game now, the kick chase, like all the U Northern Hemisphere teams, or they'll, the ball goes to the winger, the winger will kick down the tram tracks and they'll try and isolate the fullback at the back. You know, that's just that's just island rugby. That's everything to do with the Northern Hemisphere. The French do it a lot. The Africans will do it a lot on Saturday. You watch every time the wingers will get the ball, 
if they have just a little bit of space, they'll they'll kick over the top or they'll put it down the tram lines and then try and, with a really good kick chase, isolate that uh, fullback at the back by himself, who, who will have to get a kick away, you know, under pressure, or he'll get tackled. So, um, you know, I just I just feel that our our game needs to go up a level in that area. We need to. Um, you know, put a lot more pressure uh, on the kicks. If we put the ball in the air, which we do a lot, we need to make sure we at least a 50-50 chance of getting it back. And, you know, that brings field position and that brings um, points pressure from, from penalties and, and, um, and then penalties we can kick to the corner for lineouts in their half. So, you know, it's just a, it's a huge part of the kicking game right now is, is, is you know, kick down the trans and isolate. And I'm just, yeah, I'm concerned that Caleb's... Um, Ball running ability is second to none, but he, his ability to work hard off the ball and, and kick, uh, chase those kicks is, is maybe not quite where, I, where I'd like it to be. Okay, right, let's uh, look at uh, our halfbacks. Uh, who would you uh, use as our two uh, this weekend? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll go with... Um, um, I'm pretty sure they'll probably go with uh, Aaron Smith. He'll start, no doubt about that. And then... Um, yeah, and then listen, hey, I'm a big fan of Finlay Christie and, um, you know, I think he's, he's the number two in the, in the country and his work rate is a, is a tough little bugger. But, you know, you've got a, you've got a young kid there who, um, you know, with not a lot of time for the World Cup, um, it's probably a pretty good chance to test him and see if he, he um, and see if he's up for it. Um, you know, there's not a lot of time left. There's probably not a lot of, a lot of opportunities left. So... Yeah, throw him in, throw Roy out in, and, and let's see what he's got. Um, you know, he's obviously performed pretty well through Super Rugby, so um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe, maybe by taking um, you know those boys around the world in in a couple of weeks is is not easy to do. So you know, um, let's um, yeah, let's see what Roy has got. Eh? Let's let's test him, and there's no there's no bigger stage than this one, and. Uh, with only a couple of months to go to the World Cup, we we sort of need to know if uh, if it's if it's a good move or not. So um, yeah, I say throw him in. I reckon um, Cam Roygaard would be pretty keen to have a crack too. I'd imagine. I would, I would imagine too, and he's he's got the size, I think, which is uh, quite a big factor around those fringes. Uh, the other the, the other thing of interest uh, in the backline for me in particular was, is what to do with Damian McKenzie this weekend. How would you use him if at all? I'd keep him at ten. Um, I. I think he's been the standout ten in the competition, uh, Super Rugby competition this year. Um, he, he, his ability to take the ball to the line hard um, is is second to none. I think in world rugby right now, he just he, he's little, but man, he'll, he'll he'll pack the line hard, and that puts the defence sort of the defence have to they can't just rush up so hard. So it just sort of keeps them at bay a little bit by him taking the ball to the line as he does. So. You know, that's a big opportunity to sort of get maybe some of these big African forwards standing still a little bit with, uh, you know, a little um, fast guy going at them. So um, I, I think I think that's where we're best when we take the ball to the line and, and he's certainly the best at doing that. Um, he handled himself, you know, pretty well last weekend and, um, you know, he's just that threat and um, defences have sort of got to hold and wait for him and... You know that's time and space, and that helps us get over the advantage line, and that's what we're going to we're going to need all the help we can to get over the advantage line on Saturday night. Because um, you know if if you let the Africans get on the front foot on defence, she's going to be a very tough day at the office because they are big boys, and they um, they start peeling into the rucks. You, you're going to struggle to hang on to it. So 
Yeah, I, listen, I'm I, again. We've we not a lot of time left for the World Cup. Let's let's um, let's test ourselves. I mean, I, I don't I can't remember an African team being this this good. I think this is um, the best African team we've seen for, for well, even you know, it's not far from the team from the last World Cup. But I just think they're they're bigger and better at what they do. And um, yeah, I just think this. If we're going to test ourselves, we may as well give it a crack now and and um, see what happens. So I, I'd expect Mackenzie to play at ten. Um, that's yeah, that's my feel. Okay, um, if that's if that's the case, uh, does that apply to the pack as well? And in terms of your big boys, because uh, all this would be fruitless, all this experimentation will be fruitless, of course, if we can't get um, some semblance of parity up front and some front football. So, what would you do with your your locking situation? We know uh, about Retallick, we know about Whitelock. So, would you gamble there as well? No, I'd go. I'd go. The, I'd keep them in. They're, they're, your, they're your two. And if Sam Whitelock's fit, you've got to you've got to pick him. Um, I'd maybe I'd maybe look at. You know, Barrett was pretty influential last weekend. I'd maybe move him to six, uh, and go for go for a big boy pack again. Um, if if that's if Whitelock's um, available, I, I hear he's pretty close. If he's not, so. You know, if the big boys are ready to rumble, um, let's let's chuck them in there. Let's let's you know throw all the cards on the table and see how we un, un, unravel them uh, late Saturday night. But you know, I think speed we can't we can't get in a harm wrestle with these guys too much. I think um, I think we've got to use our speed. You know, Africans have always been big and they've always been strong. You know, even though when I was playing and it was like you can't go through Africa, you've got to try and go around them. So. Speed, uh, speed and power, it all comes down to the breakdown. If we can get good, quick ruck ball and move them around a bit, then uh, it's going to pay dividends in the back half. But if we just try and, you know, use brute force and go through them, it's, she's, she's going to be a pretty tough day at the office. And the office is a different office. That, I, I just wonder about that too. <laughs> Will that be a factor? I mean, Mount Smart, the All Blacks versus the Springboks at Mount Smart Stadium. Um, I mean, even the All Blacks are going to find that a little bit strange, surely. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a way. I don't even know how to get there. Um, Smitty, I'm going on Saturday <laughs> night, and I'm still unsure how the hell, what happens? Do we do we bloody get a train, or how does it work? So, mate, yeah, I'm not, um, it's it's going to be a little bit weird for everyone, I think. Um, but um, I'm sure that, I'm sure that it'll be full, and I'm sure everyone will be uh, having a good time, because... Yeah, like I said before, I can't remember a test match being this big. Even even last year when the Irish were here, I still, yeah, I just feel like this one's got uh, a little bit more emphasis behind it being so close to the World Cup. I, I, I think this is this is um, certainly the biggest test we're going to have in New Zealand this year. That's for sure, and um, it's going to it's going to set us up well um, for what happens a bit later in the year. You know, I really think. Yeah, I really think, you know, there's a pretty good chance we're going to meet either uh, Ireland or Africa in a quarterfinal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is this is a big play. This is a big play and it's a massive test. And I just like to, yeah, I just like them to go out and just attack and, you know, throw everything out there and, and um, let's see what the attacks, let's see what we got and throw the ball. We've got to move them around. You, you just can't run over the top of them. So we... You know, let's move them around. Let's um, use the ball and move them around. Steve Devine, as always, uh, thanks very much for making yourself available. Uh, look forward to your thoughts uh, coming to fruition. Actually, I, I too uh, want to see a fast game. Um, if uh, we're able to do that, I, I think it's going to be a, a really special night. Biggest game of the year for me outside the World Cup too. Steve, thanks very much, mate. I appreciate it.
Cheers, Vinny. Catch up.